Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially independent. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and start to live the life they truly desire. Get ready to be uncomfortable. It's not easy to unpack our thoughts and behaviors, but we will learn so much about ourselves in the process. I'm super excited for you to join me on this journey. Let's do this. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. Okay, so I'm going to start today with a quick story. So the other day I got paid. Yay. Awesome. And I always do this on payday. I... As soon as I get paid, I look in my account. I want to make sure that what I was expect that what I expected to be there was there, right? So I look at my online bank account. I want to see what came in, and then I mentally try to budget out those like big expenses that need to get paid. So I get paid at the end of the month. So there's always mortgage, there's daycare, there's all those bills that happen throughout the, the throughout the month. Um, so it's good, right? It's all good. But doing this exercise, as I realize, can just be really frustrating for me because I get to see how quickly my money just seems to disappear once I actually get it. And of course, we all know it's not disappearing, but that's how it feels. So I started a new job a few months ago, and with it, I got uh, a bump of pay. Awesome, right? Um, but for some reason... I'm having such a hard time actually seeing that bump in pay in my bank account. I'm just like, why do things still feel so tight, right? What am I actually spending money on? So I started to do this deeper dive into my own personal stuff. And I realized that even though my income went up a little bit, my expenses did too. Okay. So I started to think back on all the things that we've done since my pay went up. And now the pieces are starting to come together a little bit. Oh yeah, like I started to go back to acupuncture again. So that's an added monthly cost. My husband actually just recently uh, bought Sirius Radio. We had this uh, free trial on our old car and it expired and he apparently realized that he just couldn't live without it, of course, right? So we had to, um, it wasn't even that expensive, but that's the thing, those little things add up. These are all things that we just don't really need to live, right? Right. I just said that my husband couldn't live without serious radio. Um, and that's exactly how this happens. It's exactly how things start out. Like we start to incorporate these luxuries into our lives as if they're necessities. And the name of this concept, what we're doing is called lifestyle creep. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this before. So what is it? Lifestyle creep um, is another, uh, there's also another name for it. It's called lifestyle inflation. And it is the gradual increase in spending as your wage increases. And it sneaks up on you because you ever so slowly get used to a more expensive way of living. It can become dangerous because it happens over time, which makes it harder for you to notice. So in the end, more money is being spent and less money is being saved. And you end up feeling like you're on this constant treadmill of needing to now earn more money in order to keep up with this lifestyle that you've created for yourself. It's like this kind of never-ending cycle, right? Think of it like a hot tub. You get in, you put on the bubbles, um, the temperature in the water starts to go up. Your body starts to acclimate 
to the water as it gradually heats up over time. We eventually have a pretty high tolerance for a pretty hot temperature, but since it happened over time, our body has adapted to it. We've slowly adapted our lifestyles in this case with lifestyle creep to something that we're now used to and are comfortable with, even if that includes a lot of unnecessary expenses that we think make our lives easier. Why do we do this? I think, honestly, um, once again, culture has so much to do with it. There is this cultural acceptance and honestly, I think, expectation that once we can afford things, we have to have it. And we want to keep up with our friends. We want to fit in, right? We want to have the right clothes and do all the right things so that we're liked and accepted in our world which is totally normal and okay. I'm just trying to bring up some, bring some awareness to the things that we do and think and, and see if we can kind of dive into the why of what we're doing. At its heart, lifestyle creep is an issue of momentum. Lifestyle changes are good in that they have the power to improve your quality of life, which feels really good and that's okay. The issue arises when we associate more upgrades in our lives with an increasing level of happiness. And it does to an extent, right? When we're safe and we have what we need, then we're content. The reality is that after we have our safety and happiness seen to, spending more doesn't mean being happier. I think lifestyle creep to some degree is a natural progression of getting older. Remember when we were in college? Yeah. Um, I had a job on campus and I think I earned like $30 a week. I didn't have a car, so I borrowed my roommate's car and literally spent $27 on Easy Mac and ramen noodles, whatever, whatever I could find for as cheap as I could find it. Of course, we're not expected to, to do this for our whole lives, right? That's crazy. We've come a long way since then, and since we earn more than $30 a week now, we can obviously afford a lifestyle that goes with it. But as our lifestyles continue to get more expensive, we're taking on more risk if something happens. Like, what if you got laid off unexpectedly or have a sudden medical expense or there's a change in the economy or a freaking pandemic, right? The danger here is that you still have this expensive lifestyle and no way or a reduced way to pay for it. It can make it hard to make career changes too. I was just thinking about this. Because once you're used to receiving a certain amount every month, it can be hard to make a career change that's motivated by growth and happiness rather than finances, right? It's, you know, what if you are, you make a certain amount of money, but you are just miserable doing it and you want to do something else. You may have to take a pay cut and that's going to impact your lifestyle pretty significantly. I think um, it might be helpful to share some examples of lifestyle creep as they come up in our lives. Um, one is getting a new car when the other one has no issues or just because you want to. And I say car here, but it could honestly be anything, right? Like substitute it with a blender, substitute it with sneakers. How many pairs of sneakers do you have that you can only wear one a day, right? In theory, whatever your thing is, it's just good to have the awareness of what you're doing, right? Another example is saving the same amount of money each month that you did two years ago. I think this is a really good one. When you were at a lower salary, in theory, two years ago, um, we like to think that we're just saving something 
that if we're just saving something, that, that, that that's good enough. But if you're earning more, in theory, you should be able to save more. And if you're not saving in, a, in um, conjunction with what you're earning, then you, you may not have enough savings to reach those goals later on. Another, ex- another example is um, eating out or ordering takeout when you have the time to cook. And again, this is a, just, it's one of those luxuries, like just because you want to. And I definitely do this all the time. I can't tell you the number of times that I've just gone grocery shopping and have food at the house for the week, but I don't want to eat any of it. I'd rather just order pizza or Thai food or something. Something we all do. Um, and another example, and this will be the last one, is um, buying lunch or paying for coffee every day. Totally something that you don't have to do. You just want to do it. It might be convenience. It might just be that you like the taste of Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts coffee better than than if you made it at home. That's totally my husband's deal. Um, since I've been working from home the last year, the lunch thing isn't as big of a deal. But again, like getting my husband not to buy coffee every day has been pretty hard. Um, Once we have these things in our lives, it's hard to give them up, right? I get it. So what can we do to help manage lifestyle creep? Here's a couple thoughts that I have. Um, The first one is make sure that you still reward yourself. Just do it a little more mindfully. Because if we got rid of rewards in general, we know that can backfire. And then we're going to end up, you know, totally restricting ourselves and then buying a ton of things later on, right? I've talked about this before, um, how we tend to just do things on autopilot because that's what we're taught and it's what we think we're supposed to do if everybody else is doing it. But it doesn't have to be that way. We can reward ourselves for getting a raise or doing a good job on something in a mindful way, like splurge on something in moderation But make sure it's what you really want, not what you think you should have or what you think somebody else wants, right? This all goes back to intention again. Um, My second tip is to plan ahead. Okay, so this is one of those things that we talk about, but nobody actually does. What if you asked yourself a question? If you came into a little extra money this year, what would you do with it? Pick an amount, say $500. It could be a lot higher, it could be lower, totally personal preference, whatever. What would you do with that money? I mean, literally, it could be anything. Would you spend a night away, uh, pay down credit card debt? Would you buy a new fancy pair of shoes? Um, Whatever it is, and maybe it's a combination of all that too, but whatever it is, write it down and keep it somewhere that's handy that you can pull out, like your phone or notepad or whatever. These are essentially when you kind of ask yourself these questions and you, and you daydream about it, these are your financial dreams, right? Like, I think it's really important to do this because you want to remind yourself of these visions that you have when you do end up getting more money, a raise, a tax refund, a gift, whatever. Keep reminding yourself of that list and change it up as you change too, because of course we all change and things that were important to us last year may not be important to us anymore. But doing this, I think, really helps us to be more intentional with our spending and help us to enjoy it more. And the next tip that I have is um, is kind of the next step of that. It's, it's be aware of emotional spending. 
like um, all trips to Target for me. <laughs> I think it's important to keep those visions that I just talked about that we have front of mind because it will help you to be more intentional the next time that you're in that situation. So the next time I'm at Target, so whatever your equivalent of Target is. When I'm there, I can ask myself, is this purchase going to get me closer to what I really want? It's all about spending in alignment with who we are and what we want. When we spend in alignment with our goals and our values, it makes it less likely that we'll wonder where that money went at the end of the month. Okay. And the last tip that I have that I I think is really important and it sort of ties all this stuff together is understand what really makes you happy. Honestly, like I love going out to eat. I get really sick of doing it all the time. Like if I'm ever on vacation or whatever um, off our schedules and you have to go out to eat. Um, I think the idea of it sounds better to me than it is in reality. Also, just to caveat this, I'm talking about going out to eat without kids because that's just painful for those of you who've done it. Um, I remember what it used to be like, though. It felt luxurious. It felt like it was such a nice break, but it wasn't really the food. It was it was all about the experience, like being with people I like and having fun and just letting go, right? Having somebody else do the cooking and cleaning up. So when I break it down, it wasn't the food that really made me happy. It was the experience. I think that's something we need to keep in mind here, that the lifestyles we build should align with our values and what we define as happiness. The hard part is slowing down enough to ask yourself, what is your definition of happiness? That's not an easy question to answer. I know for myself, my sense of self has been turned upside down since becoming a mom. We change. What I thought used to make me happy years ago just doesn't anymore, but I have a different definition of it now. I don't think lifestyle creep happens if we're spending money intentionally and on what really makes us happy. I think that's really the ultimate goal. When we let go of the pressure to keep up and we live in alignment with what's important to us, we realize that money is just a tool to help us be who we really are. Okay, you guys, I hope you liked today's episode. If anything in this episode resonates with you or somebody that you know, please feel free to share with a friend. And it would be awesome if you could write me a review because the more reviews I get, the more people I'm able to reach. You can also follow me on Instagram at Money Isn't Scary. Thanks so much. 